Welcome to having Bezai Shem. We continue in Mishra and Simon Kufa in Tesefation number 440, discussing Hesach Hadas. And Mechaber tells us, Hakruyim, the base Baal Habayis. The people who have been invited to the Baal Habayis' house. Hakruyim, the base Baal Habayis. Lechol, meaning Paris, to eat fruits. Omevi'in lahem, Bezach, Ezeh, and you bring them the fruits one after another. Einem Srich, Nuvarech, Elo, Alarishay. You only have to make one bracha on the first of the fruits, and that encompasses all of the other fruits that you're going to be eating as a guest in the person's house. Now, this halacha is very similar to the previous halacha we had in regards to the wine, where they were sitting down to have in Sifdala, Kisha Adam. Well, it's true that it's similar to the last part of the halacha, where if you have intention on all the wine, then you only make one bracha. But if you didn't think you'd be getting any more wine, we said in the previous halacha, you have to make a new bracha and every wine. Here, we're saying that by fruit, you only make one bracha on the first of the fruits, and then that suffices for all the other fruit. Says the Mishwiz, the Keva and Shehim Kruyim, since they were invited, even though they make one bracha. The intention with the one bracha, the first bracha, is on everything to be brought to them. Because they know that the balabais will bring them a lot of different fruits, apples, oranges, and the like. So he says, it's not soon to the kids and Siv Dalit of in the first case, like we said, of Siv Dalid, where they don't know they can bring him anymore. So then the bracha is only on what they're making in front of them. But if the understanding is, is the stand, the default is that you can have more fruit and you can have as much as you want. Then you only make one bracha. Okay. So, like we're saying over here, you're a guest in someone's house, and you bring out some grapes. So you make an eight on the grapes. Then... The Balabais notices that the grapes are coming to an end, almost finished, and he wants you to have more options. So now he brings you some apples and oranges and puts them in the middle of the table. So, do you have to make a new bracha? We're saying no. You don't have to make a new bracha on apples and oranges that the uh, ha'ets you made on the grapes, we'll, co- we'll, we'll cover that as well. Now, generally speaking, the, the default, the rule is, is that when you make a bracha as a guest in someone's house, you don't know what they're going to serve you. That bracha is going to go, the ha'etz is going for everything in the ha'etz category. The mezayin is going for the mezayin's category. Now, if you are serving yourself, and you're making yourself some tuna fish and crackers, or whatever food you make yourself, so you know you're eating tuna fish, you're eating crackers, a, a drink as well. So your brachas, by default, will go on the food in front of you. You should also have in mind, maybe it's on all the mezayin's you might be eating, or all the shahakla you might be drinking. But in that case, when you're the balabais yourself, you know what you're serving, you know what you have, so the bracha by default generally goes on what's in front of you. As opposed to the guests, as what we're discussing now, 
that the bracha goes on on Komashi uh, of whatever they're going to bring him. We are on Sivvav. The Mechaber says on the top of the, probably the next page by you. Yes, okay. Now, what we're going to discuss here is from the letter of the law of the Mechaber. And we're going to see the Magin of Rome says, nowadays things have changed. Um, but let's just first read the Mechaber, which is actually based on a Gemara in Brachas Daf Mem. So we are on Chav Gimel today. So Mr. Shem, in a few, uh, few weeks, we'll get there. If you eat food, but you don't eat salt. If you drink, you drink different beverages, but you don't end off with water. Person by day, she be concerned of bad breath. And by night, because of and which is even worse, which is which is like diphtheria. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you drink, and you don't drink water at the end, or if you have eat food, but you only eat salt at the end, these are the concerns a person should have. When eat salt after his meal, he should not eat with a thumb. Gudul is the thumb. Gudul is the thick finger. The etzba is, he's giving us the d- definition of the fingers now. The etzba is, is the pointer finger. It's the one near the thumb. Okay, gas meaning the thicker one. And then you have the amo, which is the longest one. And the truth is, it's called amo because if you measure from the finger down to your elbow, that is an amo. Okay, approximate, right? Of an amo. Then you have, uh, kamitza is the fourth finger. Was it the ring finger? What you say in English, right? Yeah. So, because the kayim, when he does kamitza, he scoops up like this. Right? I'm going to die. Did it correctly? Yeah. Okay, you're practicing, hope, right? <laughs> okay. So that, that's, uh, and then you have the last one is the zeris. The pinky is a zeris. So let's to repeat here. The thumb he is a gudol. Okay, the gudol. The etzba, the pointer finger. Okay. The ama, the kmitza, and the zeris. The pinky is a zeris. And the truth is, if you look in Subas Dafhei, Amit Bey is at the top of the Amit. Then you will find the names of these, uh, fingers over there. And it's easy to remember where that is. Excubus, hey, is five, five fingers. Okay. So, um, then he says here, Zeris, who I caught in five. If a person eats salt with his gudol, with his thumb, it, it could bring out to a person, God forbid, bearing his children. The koshlanius, you shouldn't use the zeres because it's koshlanius. Okay, the zeres we said is, is that uh, pinky finger. Um, and don't use the etzba because it's koshlanius. Okay, he says here, shichus damim. That's the Kavachayim learns. Um, others learn that Shindal refers to Lashchin Ra, bad boils. Okay, fine. Ella, the Amo of a Kmitza, but you should have the salt with your Amo, your middle finger, or Kmitza, or the, the two middle fingers, one of the two middle fingers. Okay. 
Why are we not accustomed to have salt at the end of the meal or water at the end of the meal? Now these are pretty powerful and scary inyanim we just mentioned over here. So if you take a look at the Mishwin Sefkat Nyudchas, he says, so he says nowadays our, our foods are already um, have water in it and or salt. So we have these ingredients already in the foods. So therefore, we don't have to be concerned about this this uh, this uh, discussion we just had here in Sivvav. Says another reason. He says nowadays we have this principle which we come across numerous times, which is called nishtana hateva. Hateva meaning the nature of the person has changed. So nishtana hateva. So so uh, that's not that's another reason why we don't have to be concerned about this. Okay, that was simon kuf ayin test the dinim of hesachadas. We now continue with simon kuf pei dinay perui hapas. The halachas of Piruya Pass, we had the discussion Piruya Pass earlier. Piruya Pass is that of crumbs of bread that were like glued together, if you will. Now we're discussing when you finish eating a meal that you should not remove the bread from the table until after you bench. Okay, and the bread should be on the table. One should not remove the map, the halechem, the covering and the tablecloth and the covering and the bread until after you bench. Says the Mishra Sifkan Aleph, the reason why you want to keep the bread on the table so it should be recognizable to everyone, you're making bracha to Hashem. And what are you making the bracha to Hashem? For Hashem's tremendous chesed, His kindness and His goodness that he prepared food for all of his creations. That's why you want to have the bread in front of you when you're benching. It's a similar thought and the concept that when you are making the bracha on your bracha on on your apple, on your banana, that you're holding it, you're looking at it, because you're showing this is what the bracha is going on. So now when you're benching, you're making the bracha, and you have the the, the pass in front of you. That's what you're making the the berachas amazon on. Gam de abracha in a shayra al davar reik el kishyeshim davar keinian pass shemen pach shemen shelolisha. Okay, now this I, I I find quite amazing over here, but but let me just explain first. He says another reason why you want to have another reason why you want to have the bread on the table, or the chal on the table, when you're benching, is because, what is benching? Benching is bracha. Giving your, your, your doctors and bringing, saying brachas. When you say brachas, you bring brachas. You shev a bracha. You bring bracha to the world. So, where's the bracha going to be chal on? It's going to be chal on the past that's in front of you. Just like when you have a container, you want to have a container so somebody can go into the container. So you want a container that the brachas can come on, that's the, the chal in front of you, the pas in front of you. Just like he gives an example, by the pach, the jug of oil, when, when the discussion with Elisha in, in, uh, in Navi as well. 
And he says, "Uberchas mein shalosh says Rosham Zaman that she ain't sarichla hashir es mina meichel." In regards to alamichia, you don't have to leave over some zaynus before you bench. Now, over here we have next week, the week in two days, Mitzvahem Tzchanim. We have a mention of pach, pach and ketanim, pach over here, a jug, the jug of oil. You see this the jug of oil? Is a remis to Chanukah. Right now we're leaving over here of Hilchos Dvar Noig Masuda. And when we get to the last three lines, Mr. Shem, of the Amid Yom Yishir, today, after the Dirshim we will have another remez for Chanukah. Last three lines of Gimel Amid Aleph. So, hold your horses for that one. Okay. Kasiv um, Beis, we continue now in the Mechaber. Kol mi she'enoi mishay pas al shulchanoi Whoever does not leave bread on his table, will not see a simon bracha. Now he says, if you're about to bench, and you do not have bread on the table, or you remove the bread on the table, do not bring another loaf of bread, do not bring more bread to the table. Because one who does that, it looks like he's bringing this bread for an avoid zara. So you should have bread on the table when you bench. If you remove the bread on the table, do not bring the bread back afterwards. Okay. Says the Mishra Sifkotin Beis, Mishayer pas al shulchanoi. Whoever does not leave the bread on his table will not see a bracha. Simon bracha that tzarech l'shayek kadeishi hemazum l'ani shiavoy. Now this is a very important reason. Also, why should you have the bread on the table? Well, because you might get a knock on the door, and someone might say, "I'm collecting for whatever he's collecting for." And what else should you be doing? You say, "Well, besides for you know giving him what you can give him, you say, please come inside. Would you like to eat something?'" And we see this, this is a, this is a halacha here. Now this is a proposal of a person who is a complete stranger. The way a yid does things, he says, please come in, can I give you something to eat? Now he might not want to come in. So you don't grab him, pull, pull him in. <laughs> he's, he's got a busy schedule to collect. But if he agrees, so it's good to have the bread on the table, so we'll have it ready to eat right away. One who stays by his table for a longer time period, so he'll live longer. Why? Because maybe an ani will come and they'll have the food accessible right away to give to the ani. That's why if you stay by the table, eating longer, you'll have what to give to the ani. And furthermore, this way a person will be able to thank Hashem for all the kindness and the good, which we should not take for granted that Hashem has given us all this delicious food and He has satiated us. But if a person does not leave the bread on the table, he will not see a simon bracha. Because of Shla, the Roy Venochin Shiite in the Oni Toy Shabashokin. It's appropriate to give the Oni from the best, the good of the table. Don't just give him the leftovers. But Prat Imhu Oni Hoshevi, more so if he's a Hoshev Oni. She Mizeye Roye 
Or rather, But by this, you're giving him the nicest food, very good food, you're, you're giving him a seva upon him, a smile, you show him that you're happy he's there. Says the Hele Geshlach Kodesh, I praise those congregations. That they have, in those days, they didn't have yeshiva dorms. So where did the Bachim sleep? In people's houses. So says the Shlokadish, I praise those people who had a Bachar or Bachrim in their house and they fed the Bachrim while they were learning Yeshiva. Call Ashana Kiachabnayam like one of the family members. Through this, the Balabais fulfills two things. What is that? Next column. Mitzas Khilik Aniyam. He fulfills given to Aniyam because of what does the Bachar have? He doesn't have anything. The Gamitz is Divitaria al Shulchan also fulfills having Divitaria by the table. The Stam Bachar Kazer Anihu, the Gamidabi Divitaria al Shulchan, because you have two things. The, the average, by default, Bachar is an Ani. And what else will the Bachar talk about? Well, he's going to be talking about what he was involved with the whole day. So he was involved with learning. So he'll have Divitaria at the table also. You hear this? He says, it says vaday. There's no question. There's no question that the divitayra and the the bacher at the table and they're eating like this in the morning and the evening is viewed like bringing the carbon tamid twice a day. Okay, so it gives us the proper minds and understanding of having divitayra at the table of supporting tamid echam. Siv katan dalid. The Mechaber said, Don't bring your pass afterwards. If there are any pieces on the table, don't bring a full piece of a loaf of bread. But if there's nothing on the table, then you can bring even a Shlema. Okay. So let's just review this. If you have pieces on the table... So then, then if you have nothing on the table, no pieces, then you can bring the shleima. But if you already have, don't bring another one. The Mechaber told us that it looks like you're doing this for some other god. So too, if you have a shalem, don't bring pieces. Don't leave over psisin on the table. Don't leave over the little pieces when you have a shleima. However, So he says there are those that say that if you have small pieces of, of bread on the table, crumbs, then don't bring a shalim. And not only that, you should clean up small pieces. But then he says on Shabbos, you don't have to be concerned about that. You should leave the small pieces and you have the shalim. It's not a problem. Yes. If you already have, so then you're just putting nice at it. But just, if you have nothing there on the table, then you shouldn't bring, and you shouldn't bring more. Okay. Let's go a little further here in Sif Gimel. Before you wash your hands, you have a bias, you should like sweep the floor, you don't want to have little crumbs on the floor, and then they're going to get ruined 
because your hands are wet when you wash your hands. So now you're going to make the crumbs that are on the floor wet. So sweep, sweep the floor first, he says. So Afalpi, let's see, Sifkatin, um, Vav Kaidim Shitol, the Maimachraim, before you wash Maimachraim. The place where you ate, you should sweep it. If they were leaning over the karko, the ground, you should sweep the floor. Or if they were eating by the table, then you should sweep the, you know, clear the table from the crumbs. Because you don't want the water from Amechrein to go and ruin the crumbs that are on the table. And the Talmud of Ben Yoyne Perishu, the Hakibud of Makom Shederech Lasalek Ashulchan Koydim Natila Berchas Mazen. What when we say sweep the floor, that's specifically referring to when they would remove the tables. Sarech Chaber Akarko Shel Makom Ashulchan. The Chayshin Shin Spazu Shampiru Pass. We're concerned that when you move the table, so then you have some crumbs that now fell on the floor. But in Zem Mayri Mechaber, that's when Mechaber is talking about Kanshe Kos of the Asher Shein Masalkin Ein Sarech Lachabed. So Mechaber continues and says that um, even though a small piece of bread that's less than a kazais, it's not a problem if it gets uh, ruined. However, maybe the shamash will be an ignorant person. You're allowed to use a shamash who's an ignorant person. So he's going to leave over these small pirurin that do have a kazayis and the, 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 the pieces that are a kazayis you're not allowed to dispose of and he's going to think it's, it's, it's not a problem and then that's why he says to sweep the floor first. However, it says the Mechaber, that's what we just read in the Mishnah. We don't have this custom of sweeping the floor before you bench. Because we don't remove the table. So if you're not removing the table, you're not going to have the crumbs you know, right in front of you. We also wash our hands away from the table. Where there are no crumbs. And there's no concern for everything, anything. Now, if you are wa- if you are washing mamer by the table, so make sure that the crumbs around you are pushed aside, so that you don't drip your your wet hands on those crumbs. But nowadays, since we don't remove the table, sifkad nechesen tes mashe de lefnim the lefnim in previous generations for yinayim lasalik they would remove the table tzarich leimar nahinim lefnei. Column in front of each person who was sitting down, they had these uh, small tables. That's what he's referring to. But they wouldn't remove the table in front of the one who was benching, I assume, because he has the kais, he has a cup on the table. If you're washing by the table, make sure the crumbs are not there where you're washing. In the page, Yamasu, Yamasu, Minitsaitsa, and Atila, as we said from Rashi, that nowadays he says, if you're also washing Mamachain by the sink, make sure the area where you are is not going to have crumbs around it, so you don't want to ruin uh, the, 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 the crumbs. Leave 
the, the bread on the table in one section of the table. Shiyamunach ad acher berchas hamazon, and it should stay there until after benching, like we said in Sif Aleph. Yekitzas rochok b'makom and it should not be near the place where everyone's washing. Mayim achreinim. Okay, so if you're washing in the sink, then you don't be concerned about this. If you're washing by the table, you should try to make sure that the you're not going to be dripping over the crumbs.